Welcome to the Renaissance Podcast. Thanks for dropping by, and we hope that this is going to deeply encourage you. The vision of Renaissance is to encounter the Creator, be equipped as creatives, and empower every local church to become a cathedral of creativity. We're going to be bringing you the highlights from Renaissance London 2023. I really hope this blesses you and really enjoy it. Don't forget to connect in on Instagram at renaissance.movement or online renaissancemovement.org. God bless you. Enjoy. Fantastic. So we have with us today Black Girl Nick Club. Would you welcome them up? Simone, Vanessa, we're so excited you guys are here. Um, if you're interested, there is a book that accompanies these guys around. Um, but more than that, when I kind of heard what these guys are up to, I was like, this is really cool because it is the intersection between creativity and how we reimagine the world, how we use what God's given us, but also like how we confront some of the issues around injustice, around exclusion and um, race. And I think that's something, something right at the heart of what we're trying to do here is how we create um, safe spaces for people. And uh, just tell us a bit of the story. Like we heard a bit of how it started but like what's your heart what's your guys like what gets you out of bed tell us what happened um, like, I, like i mentioned in the video we started black girl in the club in january 2019 yeah mates from all diversity within it when craft so i'm from a textile background so i studied textile textiles at university in um london um i did my ba in textile design specialized in knitwear i didn't know how to knit as a child um I've got a new heritage, so it was kind of like weaving. And when I was at uni, I found that I was only one of three black students on my course and really struggled with that in terms of the curriculum wasn't as inclusive. I didn't learn about any other kind of black designers or practitioners. And when I then started to work in industry, I went back to lecture and to my PG cert, and a lot of my research was around um, the experience of black females and what was their experience kind of exploring craft. And Vanessa and I were friends. Um, Vanessa had her own kind of vintage boutique, we were collaborating together. And after that, it was a bit like, how can, I, how can we create a space where we can have more visibility with black, people, black women crafting and making it? And it really started from, from there. And also, I think, kind of being of service. Yeah. Yeah, I think obviously peeking, peeking back of there was a hashtag, I think in 20, early 2019 yeah. um, called diversity to call to call out for more diversity within the craft industry, and um, we started an Instagram account in 2019, and then we had a first workshop in February 2019, and that fully sold out. There was like 20 women just wanted to be engrossed in terms of learning a new skill. They wanted just to see each other first of all. So we having Black Girl Knit Club really wanted to increase the visibility of Black women um, but not only that but to make sure that craft is at the core of what we do and what they were doing they were they left feeling refreshed then they left feeling like they were able to share each other's stories um, some of them were from similar cultures so it was quite just refreshing to be in a room of people who really wanted to make with their hands yeah. and like you mentioned um, yeah I always used to lean on that um, Bible verse where it says whatever you do um, I'm summarizing <laughs> Whatever you do, or is it whatever your hands find to do, make sure you do it well or you do it with all your might, I believe. Um, yeah, forgive me, God. Um, <laughs> um, and I always used to think making with my hands was just always important. And I used to think, oh, like, what can I do? So um, my background is more architectural technology and more the construction side of architecture. And um, I went to University of Brighton and studied that, and then I graduated that. But alongside that, I really wanted to be um, 
creative. So within that field, I was one of only three black women on a course. Obviously, construction is, is men, like it's like Bob the Builder, more or less. Um, <laughs> Yeah, really, literally, literally. So while I was working on site, um, I graduated and I became design manager. And then I was on site, like literally with my boots and with my hat. And then um, I always really wanted to feed my creativity. So I would actually go to like vintage stores. I would scour warehouses and just really look into like garment care, quality garment care. And I used to style, I used to, um, yeah, I used to style, I used to get collections, and then I created my online, online boutique called Branchlet Studio. And then and Simone modeled for me as well. So, yeah. So from that, it, it kind of made us have like transferable skills yes. to what we're doing right now. Um, so everything we've done individually and now collectively has kind of brought us to where Black Girl Net Club is right now. Like yeah. The, the fabric, the colors are really, really beautiful, mm -hmm. and I can I can see your your heritage all mm. through the fabric. And I just want to know, like, how how does your culture and your background, and your upbringing, inspire you when you start creating these mm. beautiful pieces? It's, it's interesting because mm. you asked the question of what what kind of motivates us and what kind of makes you get up in the morning to kind of give yourself and that that kind of question of faith. And we were having a conversation yesterday and thinking about how does faith interplay with us in our making and the importance of working with your hands? And I was saying to Vanessa, I was thinking about my mother. So my mother passed like seven years ago and she had an extreme amount of faith. She was a Christian woman. Um, she was a makeup artist, so she always worked with her hand. Um, she would do like makeups for different women, for weddings and things like that. So I think from a young age, I really understood the value of kind of using your hands. And during the kind of the last few years before she died, she had an extreme amount of faith. And it was during that time that I was questioning what I was doing because I was working as a stylist at H&M, hating my job. <laughs> um, and when she passed, it was a bit like, what's my purpose? What's the bigger purpose in terms of how can I serve others beyond myself? Because people didn't remember her car or the things she had. It was kind of like the impact she had through using her hands. And I feel like there was then that shift. So when we kind of came to work together, it was a bit like with everything we do, it's like, how can we serve others? How can we allow people to use their skills and use our platform to highlight that? So we have amazing network and um, black knitters that work with us, um, our students, our practitioners, um, who have even helped us with a book, with particular projects. Because often you see that there's amazing, there's lots of different amazing black embroidery designers, knitwear designers, but often their stories aren't told. And um, before Vanessa and I started Black Girl Knit Club, there's um, a lecturer called um, Rose Sinclair that talks about um, tracing back to trace forwards and the stories of black women makers and the importance of tel telling our stories. So I feel like we're almost like building on the blocks that they've already been set. Um, and that's kind of, amazing that we can do that because when you're knitting often people think about their grandmothers or your mothers there's a maternal figure but it's almost like there's a history within that and almost we you know we kind of have that legacy so i think that's that kind of is what motivates us to kind of keep going i'm really interested in the heart behind what you're doing for 
kind of including people and like yeah, fashion yeah. industry in the UK yeah. has been traditionally um, not I, I mean kind of very hard to get into if you're from a diverse background mm. it's been very kind of lots of barriers and I, I love when I heard about what you're doing I was like this is a genius mm. way of like the kingdom of God intersecting with the culture in a way that actually creates access and so mm. what, what I love you'd encourage us with is like you guys are a role model for many um, what you're doing is really cool I think we're going to get to do some knitting later people yes. are, you, you're going to Yes. You better run some stuff later. But like yeah. speaking to the room, speaking to those who are gonna be watching, like what is like your encouragement to those maybe who are in the creative industries mm -hmm. who are thinking, well, how can I um actually turn the heart for justice into action? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How can we open doors? How can we create inclusivity? How can we encourage um justice mm -hmm. through the arts? Mm -hmm. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think with our platform we were able to um able to highlight so many crafters and so many like especially women crafters and black women crafters especially who used to come to us and wanted us to spotlight their making and their craft um, recently or well, i recently went to new york fashion week and i was able to support knitwear designer koleki and we're wearing her pieces right now um, and even when we went out there she had a showroom for five days and we, we were there to support her, but when we went out there, we, we prayed that we wanted God to go forward and set the pace for the reason why we're there. Like, we, we've got all these accolades and these um, opportunities, which was great. But I think at the heart of it, it was like, what is the purpose? What is the bigger purpose? And us being able to support her flying all the way to New York was just kind of setting the stone of, of our foundation for what we really want to do and highlight the diversity within the fashion and craft. And so we kind of want to be like the creative space or the creative lead for spotlighting diverse um, makers mm -hmm. yeah just to add on to that you just yeah. spoke about um how people in the audience maybe from different kind of yeah. creative backgrounds and how can you build your skills and i think it is about because i work in lecturing and design yeah. always working with students i think find um find your niche i mean if you enjoy i don't know spoken word or whether mm. it's drawing or photography, find your community and find your network. Mm. I think that's also really important. And there's loads of different ways that you can do that. Um, if you can, find a mentor. A mentor is always a good thing to kind of help you kind of build up your skills. And I, I think be, be true to your story. I think that's also really important because you know, everything that we do comes from our, our lived experiences. Us being, us being British born, us also being Ghanaian. A lot of the kind of cloth kind of weaves in our heritage, just kind of stuff that our grandmothers wore, but we've kind of created this yarn, something that can be made. It was also stocked in Liberty for about a year and a half mm. alongside the book. So I think it's like, how can you weave in your story into what you're doing and be proud of that? I think that's kind of really important mm. and be true to yourself. Um, well. Yeah, yeah. Just to, just to add, I think also like recognize your talents as well, and, yeah. and don't hide your talents as well, and then and also collaborate with people around you. Yeah. Like I know it's hard to find like the creative people around you. You can always just, I mean, it's simple. Like God hears what we really want and wants the size of our hearts. So I think it's more like pray for God to surround you with your creative people, with your creative businesses yeah with, yeah just creative yeah activity basically. yeah and to add to that yeah. collaboration is quite key because yeah everything we've done here from have an opportunity to do the book we did a series of items for the bbc the pieces you actually see here is arm knitting you can actually use your arms in it as well yeah. which is yeah. right we should have got you to do that out <laughs> we're doing yeah. we're doing our first um big needles public um installation if any of you from east london in um 
around Stratford in December. And again, like everything we do is we're having like workshops with our community mm. to build it up. So it's important of kind of working with different people. Even if it's like we were working as friends, yeah. and also with um, Vanessa's husband for years before yeah. the big things we came. So you can, yeah. you can start small. If there's a particular idea that you have, start small and then you can see how that builds up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just want to add, like, we collaborated for years and then yeah. all of a sudden we needed to create this business. So I think us being able to highlight and recognise that there was a problem within the industry yeah. kind of led us on led us onto this creative entrepreneurship journey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just going to ask, like, obviously there, there are so many people here who will be incubating ideas that you guys, similar to, to what you guys have had of opening space for people. Um, and I just wanted to know if you had one piece of encouragement for those people um, to, to take away that you want them to hold on to, what would that be? Um, I think be curious. Know, be curious and question, you know, in terms of even with Black Girl Nick Club and, and how it started, it came from us recognizing or from my problem. Yeah, from yeah. that kind of beginning research that mm -hmm. I couldn't see people that looked at me in these spaces. And why weren't their stories being told? And who else was doing the work from before? And kind of be curious about that question. Um, then think about who you can collaborate with. And, and do you know what? Just take the risk and take that leap of faith. I don't think you ever learn from um, being in your comfort zone. And I think often as creative people, if you're a creative person, that we can have the ideas in our head a lot. It's always stuck in your head and you're thinking, you know, uh, I'm not too sure, is it gonna work? Like put it out in the world and see how, see how it unfolds. A lot of things, like we're doing quite a big project, this kind of public installation. I'm, yeah. I have been you know, slightly nervous yeah. about particular yeah. things, but it's actually like, do you know what? Have faith that we have a good foundation and community behind us that can that have been with us on this journey. It hasn't just been us. Yeah. And that um, they can see us through it. But you're not going to learn if you if you're just sitting on the side. So I think take that leap of faith, see what happens, and you're always going to get feedback from other people, people around you, and then take it from there. But what I would say is just take that step and see what happens. And it'll be interesting to see who you find along the way and mm. within the process. And I think even with how we ended up here it was because. I knew Danny, and Danny had seen the work that we'd done because we'd kind of been putting out there on our socials and media, and sometimes you don't know who's looking Watching. and who's, who's noticing, and that's what's been amazing that we can be here. And then we, were, you know, we did something for Samson, we, the BBC. It's all been like all these little things that have happened because we've put the work out there and just seen what's happened. So I think just be curious, take the leap of faith, mm. and just see what God does in the process. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm going to probably injure myself if I try and knit. Oh. Should, I, should I try? Yeah. So, like, so, so later on, we're doing, you're going to do a workshop. Yeah. And um, am I going to, what do I do? What do, do okay. is, it, is it easy to do? Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't know until okay. you've tried it. I'm not too sure. We're going to give it a try. Let's have some faith. How hard can it be, right? Okay. Right. Okay. You're holding your right hand. Are you right-handed, by the way? I'm right-handed. We thank God. We thank God for that. Yeah. Teach the left-handed. Yeah, we love it. So you're going to put... The thing is, with knitting, is two simple stitches. If you, if there's a knit stitch and a pearl stitch, there's two different stitches that can do a plethora of different things, right? Okay, so you've got... So you're going to take your right-hand needle. You're going to put it through the first hole. Which hole? We find the first one. The first stitch. <laughs> the first stitch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me do it. This one here. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to go through. Like this. Well, hold it here. You're going to go through the first stitch. Oh. Okay. Yes. 
And we'll take the yarn around the right-hand side. Right. We're gonna put it through the loop. Through the loop. <gasps> there we go. Oh and we'll take, take, it, take it off. <laughs> what just happened? Uh, well said. And then we'll that's it. And then you're gonna go through the next stitch. No, that's magic. Yeah, next stitch. Okay. And literally, it's just transferring from one needle to another. Okay, okay. like this? Mm. No. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah. So always the top stitch, go through the top stitch. Then you're going to go round. Yes. Then you go through the loop. Yes. And take it off. You lecture on fashion and, and, te and, and textiles. Yeah. And, and with some of the top artists in the UK. How am I doing? Uh, <laughs> do you know what the thing is, is that it's, it's, it's a process. Some people come it's and they process. get it their way. <laughs> but it's also, the, it's also the confidence that you yeah. want to learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, here's some we made earlier. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But there we go. Oh, there we go. Okay, I will get it. I just need a little bit of practice with the giant. There needles. we go. That's it. Oh wow! Look, then it's oh, it's happened That's again. It, yeah. <gasps> He's taking it off. No! Oh wow! Yeah. I made a thing! <laughs> I made a thing! I mean, I wear it. Okay. Okay. Keep going, Al. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Have the confidence. Have, Have the confidence. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that for winter? That's, oh. just, uh, That's it. Let's go. This is so, going great. It's going great, guys. Um, we're gonna um, just thank these guys. I'm gonna be wearing this collection all, all day. Here it is. Um, so um, this is an original piece of work. I call it. I call it. I call it morning inspiration. Yeah. And um, we're really grateful to these guys. Listen, can we just put our hands together for Black Girl Nick Cloud? We love you guys. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Renaissance Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at renaissance.movement and online at renaissancemovement.org where you'll find out loads of ways to get involved, come to events around the world, and above all, make sure you connect in with your local church and encourage that every church community will become a cathedral of creativity. Know that we're praying for you, we're cheering you on, and don't forget to check back for more great content in the weeks ahead. God bless you.